Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Talk it! Talk it! Talk it! Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Welcome to the original. The Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore. We'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. Welcome to a very different Yellow Army podcast. The, uh, the morning after the night before. Yes, we, and what a night it was. We published a podcast yesterday, as yep. many of you have noticed. It's actually still out there. You can, you can find it, it if, you, if you knew where to look. It's, I, and you can go through it for any kind of clues, <laughs> and I don't think you'll find one. I, I, I genuinely don't think that Gary Johnson had any idea what was coming. Not a clue. When we sat down. Not a clue. No one did. It, there, there was quite a relaxed atmosphere at the press conference yesterday, and yeah, obviously... Uh, as, as relaxed as it can be on a, on, a, on a terrible run that we've been on, but um, so that, you know there were, the, the, he, he was he was looking forward to, to Saturday. He was. So let's recap on the events of the day for anybody who's maybe been out of the country. We do find ourselves now permanently on the other side of Gary Johnson. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is no coming back. There's this no time. coming back now. Uh, yesterday's timeline press conference was at nine thirty yeah. as usual. Uh, at South Devon College, very good-natured press conference, not one clue. I've been back in my mind over that press conference in some detail. There was no hint whatsoever there was that not. this was coming. Yeah. Uh, Alan Richardson from the BBC actually finished his little part of the press conference, which you can hear on our um, podcast by saying, well, King Gary, are you going to abdicate? Yeah. Which prompted a little bit of a, a, an ironic laugh. Yeah. But still, absolutely no hint as to what was coming later in the day. Then, lunchtime, I was just driving into the car park up at Radio X. Okay. When I had a phone call from um, a top uh, contact. Top contact. A, a top contact who said, is it true? Have you heard? <laughs> have you heard? And I hadn't. I hadn't heard yeah. anything at that point. So, uh, thanks, Hayden. For the um, for the shout, I uh, went straight into the studio, scurried in, opened up the laptop, found yeah. the statement. Yes, it was true. Clark Osborne standing down as chairman and preparing to put the club mm. into administration. Now we're not strictly in administration I, yet. I don't think that's clear. The administrators were certainly at the club yesterday. 
okay. inside the building. Is it somebody, presumably it's somebody like Begbie's trainer, one of the big administrators. Don't know. Um, don't know. I mean, you, you usually hear, don't you? you, you do. they, they usually name themselves, obviously, mm. because they want people to to approach them but um that that may come in yet. yeah that maybe may maybe the wheels haven't no. firmly been put in place or the we should, this is such a fast moving story we should point out that yeah. we're recording this at 10 29 yeah, so by the time i get it online <laughs> probably by about 12 o'clock things it, may have it changed could, <laughs> i don't have all changed again i don't know why we're laughing but it's what else do you do um so through the afternoon we were I mean, my phone was going mad. Yours probably was as well. Absolutely. Uh, I was writing stories. We got stuff on the radio. And then I went to a Torbay Council meeting, which started at half past five. I thought I'd finished my day's work and went to the pub. (laughs) And then almost exactly at the start of the Torbay Council meeting uh, came the news that Gary Johnson had left the club by mutual consent. Yeah. So I used the first half an hour of the council meeting to write that one up. I had tried to ring Gary a couple of times uh, before that and got no response. And I wasn't surprised by that at all because obviously gathering his thoughts, etc. He was probably in a meeting with the administrators. Uh, you know, it's, it's I imagine that he was in a meeting for much of the afternoon, yeah. wouldn't you think? Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a point where whatever has been said over the last couple of weeks, it must have been in the back of Gary's mind do I really need to be doing this? You know, I've said I'm staying. I'm not going anywhere. But as soon as this happened, you maybe thought, now's the time to cut my losses. Yeah, yeah. Um, They haven't really explained why Gary's gone. Um, And I know that sounds a ridiculous thing to say because everyone's been wanting Gary to go for for weeks. You know, the fans have basically turned in the last three or four weeks against against the manager. But did he decide, uh, I've had enough? Mm. was it a financial thing Gary being on a certain amount of of money and then wanting to cut the cloth and him deciding you know yeah I, I can I can help there or or was it just the administrators having read all the social media Maybe. thinking time to go time to go, time to go. I did have it was a mutual obviously but that's not always strictly the case is it when, it, when they say it's mutual no I think a lot of clubs do that because they just don't want to make public exactly what's happened. You very rarely see a manager get fired yeah. these days. Managers leave by mutual consent. You very rarely hear of a manager resigning. They leave by mutual consent. We'll never know um, exactly what went on behind closed doors. But No, um, we, we, we won't. We've, we've got a, an interview with Aaron Downs that I did five minutes chatting to the interim manager coming up and he does say it during that 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 gary was selfless so that suggests a certain yeah um should we go and should we have a listen to that shall we shall we should we go and let's have let's have a listen to it and we'll be back you can say it no no you say it on the other side of aaron downs hi aaron um it's been a, a mad 24 hours or so uh i saw you yesterday at the press conference and it felt like no one really knew what was coming. So um, you, you've now got the responsibility of the first team and, and that's what your your mind is on now, is it? Yeah, that's correct. As you say, it was, a, you know, it was definitely a, a difficult day for a lot of people at this football club um, and a lot of people we care about. So it was a, it was a difficult day. Uh, we're, as you say, it's, it's now my focus to compartmentalise everything and, yeah. and to break it down into smaller pieces and, and try and, uh, you know, 
my, my sole focus right at this moment in time is, is um, making sure the, the the health and well-being of the players uh, first and foremost um, is, is is okay. Try and give them as, as much reassurance as as possible. Um, but there's also a lot of uncertainty around, um, as we know. Uh, and then it will be trying to um, uh, you know get the players in the best you know frame of mind really, and uh, and to, to to go and put on a performance tomorrow afternoon and, and prepare the team to to go and win a football match. So they're sort of my immediate focuses, and the, they're the only things really I can control. So uh, yeah, as you say, it's a difficult couple of, uh, couple of hours or difficult day, um, but uh, I do know through adversity, you know. Um, there can be success. So it's, it's my focus on making sure that uh, we can get through the next sort of 48 hours um, and then progress from there. I'm sure you've spoken to Gary. Uh, you have the job with his blessing, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. You know, me, and, me and the gaffer have spoke um, uh, about things previously, um, but this, you know, sort of come unexpected, I suppose, yeah. um, especially yesterday when we woke up yesterday morning and, um, and we're, you know, we're in the car together. That was not the, the sort of day we envisaged. Yeah. Um, but the, the managers, um, you know, been very um, selfless, shall I say, um, in, in his in his actions and, and how things have, have been uh, dealt with. And me and him had a good conversation. And uh, absolutely, you know, we're we're on the best of terms. The respect I've got for the man is 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 very high. And um, and he's um, happy for me. To, to, to carry on um, however long it's for. You're quite a technical uh, coach in, in, in the way that you use data and statistics and stuff. Um, I think probably, possibly more than Gary was. Will, will that now come into play more for you and your thinking of the game? There's, obviously, you know, um, every coach and, and person has their own thoughts and, and way of dealing with things and um, I've got mine as um, but I was a player under you know Gary and, uh, mm. and also a, a coach under him so there's certain elements that will you know stay with me for a while but there's also you know thoughts and, and ideas of, of my own as, of course and um, it's it's important for me not to implement too much too soon um, on the players um, and try and you know confuse them too much <laughs> yeah. um, but the, the most important thing for me is, is making sure that we go out, we're competitive, um, we're positive um, in, in what we do. Uh, there'll be a game plan that, that, that um, we'll put into action um, and hopefully we can fulfil that and we can try and make what's been a difficult week for the football club uh, end on a real positive note. Um, obviously, the, 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 the protests have been shelved and for obvious reasons and uh, you would hope now that people will get to play more tomorrow and, and make some noise and get behind the team and, and, and make it a real event, would you? What I do know uh, about this football club is that in adversity, it's a very strong and united front. And and, and that is what uh, I believe um, the supporters will show, um, you know, that they uh, will support the football club in difficult times, difficult moments. It's a community club. The family club, and it's something that's very dear to a lot of us um, here at the football club, and and um, I, I really um, don't expect any less than the supporters to to um, to come and support us. Um, uh, you know the the way that they, they have done for so many years, um, the, the well over 125 years of this football club have you know stuck through it through good times and bad times, and um, you know it's been a difficult week, and I 
and I know <clears throat> this football club um, will come out fighting. So I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody on Saturday and uh, in, in good numbers, I, I believe. So uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful of a, a really positive day for, for everybody involved. Aaron, thanks for talking to me today. It's been a it's been a tough couple of well, tough 24 hours or whatever it is. But um, wish you all the best for for Saturday. No, I appreciate it, and thanks for thanks for uh, having me on. Cheers, appreciate mate. It. Cheers, tell So, in adversity, a very strong and united front. Yeah, good line. He says. Yeah. Good line. I mean, somebody put it on social media uh, last night that he, he bleeds yellow, Aaron Downs. Right. Okay. He is a, a great supporter of talk. He played for us, player of the year, back as Gary's assistant, now interim manager. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where he takes us. Yeah, it, I thought it was a really good interview, not from me, but from him. <laughs> um, his answers, I thought, were, were really considered and, and quite, f- quite, quite fresh. Yeah. Felt yeah. fresh. Look, it sounds to me, I've only heard it through once very quickly just then, but it sounds to me as if he's looking forward to the challenge. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's not, he's not one to shirk a challenge, No, Aaron. no. And, you know, I texted him this morning quite early on to say, can I have five minutes of your time? I appreciate it. it's going to be a bloody busy day for you. And if, if that's you know if yeah. that's too much of your time, then that's fine. But he was straight back to me and said, yeah, give me a call at whatever time. And and uh, yeah, it was it was a good it was a good chat. I mean, the Avely game is going to be fascinating. It's going to be the the ninety minutes is it's going to be a good game of football because yeah. we love a game of football. But the atmosphere will be interesting. What sort of reception will Aaron get? What sort of reception will the players get? How many people will be there? I, Who's running the club? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's going to be an afternoon not to miss because we'll find out the answers to all those questions. I reckon there'll be quite a, quite a big attendance so. in in terms yeah. of you know what you would have expected for the protest game that is now no longer happening. If yesterday hadn't happened, I think you'd probably be looking at a 1,500 crowd. You could well have been, yeah. Um, Possibly bolstered by fans that did want to protest. Mm, uh, now you could be looking at a much bigger crowd yeah, than that. People, yeah. a bit I'm, of curiosity. I'm scared of saying what it could be, but yeah, you know, we're not talking millions here. But no, it could be a two-two yeah, tomorrow. Couldn't yeah. it? Could be a Desmond tomorrow. Mm. Um, yeah, let's see how that goes. Uh, very interesting to hear from Aaron, uh, and it'll be interesting to hear how he handles a post-match. I mean, he's done yeah. it before, yeah. but you know, it's his team now. It is, and I, and and I asked him, you know, a bit more of a technical coach as in I mean we funny enough we, we had a chat yeah. with him yesterday yeah. about yeah. how he uses stat, stats and data and and all that business um after the after the the cameras had stopped rolling wasn't it actually yeah. uh, but uh, it was like you, you said we should we should do something on that I think sometime. it's fascinating I think science yeah. is fascinating yeah. so they him and Louis uh, are well into that so will that change the way he he sees the team should be playing. Um, obviously, he said, you know, he's been a coach, a player and a coach with Gary for for a long time. And, you know, obviously he will be influenced by the way Gary yeah. worked. And it will be a while before that kind of rubs off. And he, you know, even he doesn't know how, how long interim manager no. means anything, does no. it? I wonder if he'll use Asa as his number two. Because Ace is not playing tomorrow because he's no. still injured. No. So and he, I believe, has his coaching badges or has some coaching has some badges. Of them. Yeah. So maybe Ace Hall becomes should have, should have asked that, two. but then there's so many things I could have asked, yeah. and I did say I only wanted five minutes of his time. So yeah. it'll become apparent 
during the yeah. game tomorrow. It'll be interesting to see the lineup. It'll be interesting to see the the crowd's reaction to the players, to the team, to the manager, to the you know. Well, we. I mean, we've got. We've got just careful how we phrase this because there's all kinds of stuff flying around on social media blaming the fans for what's happened here, which is completely bogus. Um, but it'll be interesting. People have got what they wished for now. Gary Johnson. There was, there was a majority of fans in the end who wanted Gary Johnson yeah. gone. There was also a big amount of fans who wanted Clark yeah. uh, Osborne gone. Well, both of those things have happened now. Yeah. And we're in administration and it's dark times. <laughs> it is. Well, yeah. I mean, we, we're all looking, thinking, oh, this will be interesting. Yeah. You know, we've got a new era starting uh, a, a big game tomorrow that we're all going to rush up and see and hopefully we'll give the players a good reception but this is a dark dark time I, I've been guilty of, of writing a couple of times you know there, there is no uh, Torbay billionaire who's going to come riding in no. on a white steed with, with you know six million pounds in his back pocket to, to, to pay off what essentially mm. has been put into the club by Clark um but I had a good chat with our old friend David Thomas last night, yeah. uh, who is doing a round of media interviews, yes, we understand, yeah. this morning. He, he'd have been on this podcast <laughs> if he wasn't in such demand. Other people got him first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, he said, well, that, 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 that is the case if that's the case. But it depends how, how the money went into the club. It was more, mm. more covering the costs. Yeah. Will he, will he, does he have the right to take that back is, is, is the question. Because if he doesn't, and he has walked away with, with the knowledge that he's not going to get his five or six million pounds back mm. uh, because he didn't get the chance to build houses somewhere in a stadium somewhere because that's yeah. what it was all about. He was never shy about saying that. No. Um, and he's just gone, okay, I'm not, I'm not getting what I want. I'm, I'm just going to walk away and put it into administration. Um, if he if he doesn't want his money back, it's quite an attractive prospect for someone. I but if he that, does want his money yeah. back, then that's a problem. I don't think as a businessman he's going to walk away from five million quid. I don't. I, I don't know. We don't know because no, we don't, don't know the know. inner workings of, no. of the club. Of course, you know the the club was owned by Riviera Stadiums Limited, mm. which is owned by yeah. Gaming International, which is owned by Clark. So, so it's Riviera Stadiums Limited that will have gone into administration, yeah, I, I assume. So. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, we haven't seen the paperwork. Yeah. We need to see it. I had a quick look this morning online just because I was thinking, well, what does administration really mean for a football club? Um, it, I mean, what it means is, is that the administrator actually handles everything apart from what happens on the pitch. Mm. So whatever isn't Aaron Downs' responsibility... It's the administrator's yeah. responsibility. Yeah. The whole lot. Uh, and the administrator's job is to sell the club, to try and avoid it being wound up. And this is where it gets dark. Yeah. This is where it gets really, really dark. Uh, the administrator can sell the club's assets, including players, although at our level, transfer fees aren't massive. No. I mean, selling our top player. They, 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 they might look at the wages. Yeah, that's true. Uh, rather than selling a player thinking we're going to have to offload. See, if you're Manchester City and you sell Jack Grealish, you're making millions. If we sell Aaron Jarvis, 
great player and lovely, Jack Gre- lovely the, 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 the irony is. of football nowadays is Jack Grealish's m- month, monthly paycheck would have saved Talk United oh, three times yeah, over absolutely uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just crazy the amount yeah. the, the amount Manchester City's players spend on hair product in a week yeah. would save a little club like Talker United yeah. that's the iniquities of football now isn't it absolutely um, and nobody cares no, apart well, from the, the, apart the, from the, the players at the top don't care no. otherwise they'd be helping their yeah. local clubs out that's it and, and the football authorities are quite happy to carry on shoveling money into the yeah. clubs at the top yeah. uh, and clubs at the bottom can take care of themselves yeah. but that's yeah. um, so the hierarchy of the football club for the administrator he needs to make sure first of all that the players get paid right apparently that's number one Right. And managers get paid as well is number two, mm-hmm. and then everything else comes after that. So the I mean, we were thinking uh, earlier on that players at Torquay are family men. They've got bills, they've got mortgages. Yeah. They'll be worried. They're not earning a fortune. No. They they haven't earned enough in that time at Torquay to to take a sudden hit. No. So I mean, there'll be a cloud over over the dressing room from that point yeah. of view but the players are the and first priority and that's why Aaron I think talked about making sure play, players well-being yeah. is first priority that's before it. anything else and you've got I mean we know lots of people at the club we know people who work behind the scenes yeah. we know the people who run the community sports trust and that sort of thing and they're all going to be thinking well what happens next yeah. and this will all pan out over the next few weeks it will um the worst case scenario is that the club gets liquidated. Yeah. Uh, like Chester, Scarborough, Darlington, various clubs that you could name. And then that's the end of Talk United as we know it. That's when the so-called Phoenix Club yeah. happens. Macclesfield is another one that's that's come up from. Yeah. And Bury and Hereford. You know, it has, it, it happens, but blimey, it's going to be hard work. So one of the, Clark obviously didn't own the stadium. No. The stadium, Plainmore Stadium, is owned by the Torbay Council. Torbay Council. Um, you were at a Torbay Council meeting was, yesterday yeah. when uh, when this all blew up. It was. Um, I um, I don't have this figure exact, but I believe that Torquay United pays around a hundred grand a year to Torbay Council in rent. Right. Uh, which, which is, is not unreasonable not yeah, unreasonable yeah. it's quite a lot of money as well yeah. I mean it's A it's a lot of money for Talk United to find yeah. and it's a lot of money for Torbay Council to lose yeah. uh, if it wasn't coming in so there's a significant thing there but as you say Torbay Council owns Plainmore um, the leader of the council David Thomas and the leader of the Lib Dems um, Steve Darling both spoke quite eloquently about Talk United at the meeting last night mm-hmm. Plainmore is not for sale. They reiterated once again, plain, you know, that Torbay Council has Plainmore. They also said that they would do whatever the council could to help Torquay United over this particular patch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Darling was saying that, you know, as a Torquay United supporter, they're very keen that football continues at Plainmore and that that football is played by Torquay United. So that that's that's a good sign. There was, I mean, there there wasn't a voice in the council chamber raising any kind of doubts last night. At what level just, that football is played is a different matter. Absolutely. Uh, whether it's a Phoenix club or whether it's existing Talk United, but it's a good sign that the council seem to be suggesting that they want a Talk United yeah. to be playing at Playmore. It's their stadium which yeah. they rent to yeah. a football. Club. I mean, every every incumbent owner has tried to buy 
play yeah. more from the council yeah. and everyone's failed. It's not happening. I think Thea got quite close, didn't she? Yeah. Uh, but it's not happening. I mean, the, the, the council of both, I mean, the, the, they don't see eye to eye. Well, actually, there was an, an outbreak of, uh, of harmony and good humour <laughs> in the council last night. They were agreeing with each other on yeah. everything. It was, it was very, very not newsworthy. <laughs> but councillors, uh, conservatives, liberal democrats are all saying the same thing. But, you know, it, independents as well. Um, they will support Talk United. Yeah. So, so that's a good that's, thing. That's, that's, that's a good thing. Um, let's talk about the 10 points. So... A 10-point deduction, mm. I believe. Somebody said it was 12. I think it's 10. But 10 points would drop us down to 19th place in yeah. the league. In which case Just, you're fighting a relegation. You are fighting a relegation battle with some teams who are in a muck and nettles battle to stay yeah. in this league. Yeah. We go from being playoff contenders to relegation Has battlers. the National League said anything yet? Not seen anything. So yet. what I found odd was the National League's website had a big piece about Gary Johnson leaving the club by mutual consent in which it didn't mention administration at all somebody's not doing their uh their that's just a very due diligence it's just there, a very odd odd thing to do i mean this it, we're still very early we're still less than 24 hours yeah i kept on saying after, it's been a funny yeah. 24 hours to aaron but it's not yeah. i mean you know we we were sitting in the were we sitting in the press conference yeah we were probably just left the press yeah. conference yesterday yeah. morning so, I mean, things are moving very fast. As we say, by the time this podcast comes out, yep. things will probably have changed. The millionaire will have come in. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds will have come in. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I, I Honestly, honestly, I, had, I got the most stupidest press release <laughs> last week. Really? Yeah. Um, and I actually um, emailed the guy back and said, look, the person you are quoting does he did you pay for his quotes i mean yeah and it was it was it was it was a bet betting company mm -hmm. um and it was quotes from lee sharp saying i did see talk united could be the what talk united need is hollywood movie stars to come in and buy them and then they'll they'll be big and that's where it, i saw somebody had actually I, turned I, I that into a story it, i looked at it and i thought what kind of story is that? Of course, everyone wants wants a, a shining saviour coming over the hill, but just by saying it doesn't make it happen. Do you think that was one of those press releases where somebody's rung up Lee Sharp and said, "Is it okay if we say this?" Yeah, and, and he yeah, probably yeah, probably yeah, yeah. probably yeah. sent it to Bradford as well and Leeds and <laughs> yeah. Um, Who have we got? The Cranky's going to come up with a couple of million. That's funny, you're not the first person who said that. <laughs> Van uh, Dozy. Who have we got? Peter Peter Masters. People keep talking about Peter Masters, uh, who no, was you. the man behind Truro. No, thank you. Uh, West Country businessman has history of owning football clubs. Yeah, didn't leave Truro in a, that that good a state. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see who comes forward, who comes out of the woodwork. Yeah. I mean, um, have you checked your bank balance today? I mean, are yeah. you thinking... I don't think I'm no. quite in a position no. to okay. do it. But I, the, the trouble is, I don't think Tufts are either. And, and, and in an ideal world, you'd want the kind of model that has worked at Exeter City. Yeah. But I mean, for some reason, there seems to be more money in the Supporters Trust. And don't forget Exeter. Exeter rather than... Exeter have had a number of very significant and well-earned windfalls. Yeah. They had Ollie Watkins, yeah. who continues to make the money. I think every time he laces his boots up... I think up, he's just there. finished. I think it was the last... I think the last... There's an add-on. The yeah, the last add-on add was, was, was the last one. And they had cup ties. They had the Manchester United cup yeah, tie. They, Didn't they play Liverpool as well? Yeah. 
you know they've had the, and they've don't they've get me sold wrong they've some good players yeah, as they've, well. they've worked for it you know it's not this is not just luck yeah but they've earned some money I think that the supporters trust model lends itself better to a city than maybe mm. you know a seaside town put it that way but it'll be interesting to talk to Nick and Bob and, and the guys well I talked to Nick show. a couple of times yesterday first time he was on his way down to talk to the George Edwards for a pre-planned meeting ahead of the protest so okay um, and that meeting didn't go ahead he got no. to play more and George he did see George Edwards but uh, they didn't have the meeting do we think I mean are George Edwards and Mel Heyman still running don't know. the club don't, don't know. know that we'll find out tomorrow when we see whether they're there presumably I presume I, I can't imagine that that um, I don't think you can't imagine that the, the, the administrators will, will retain a CEO no um, but, whether that's business to be done today but there's business to be done today there's a lot of business yeah. to be done today yeah um, I assume there's day to day running of the club that we don't know about that somebody's got to do yeah um, let's see what happens there um, what else did I scribble down oh, there's questions so many questions that, um, that, that spring to mind you know who is actually running the club right now what well, the administrators we've, yeah yeah, yeah. If they've been appointed, yeah. that may happen. The fact today. that they were there yesterday, which yeah. I know, the fact that suggests they have been, they've just not formalised the announcement properly yet. And I've, I just scribbled down some bad things here. What, what will Gary Johnson's legacy be? Well, it's a shame, isn't it? Because it's um, it's come at the wrong time. It has, um, um, and it, it will. His, his legacy will always be remembered for these last six months, yeah. rather than the first five years. Yeah. And well, obviously the, the high point, uh, the high point was the same day as the low point until this moment. Well, Bristol, Bristol City, Ashton Gate. You can trace the thread yeah. from this all the way back to Ashton Gate. You can. If, 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 what if, you know, yeah. thing, if Mr. those Simon two Maver, goals, thank if, you very much. Yeah, if those two goals had been allowed, yeah. if we hadn't missed those penalties. I wonder if he's had a moment to reflect. If we hadn't missed those penalties. Yeah. Terrible decisions. If we'd gone up to League Two then... Um, Would we have done better than Hartlepool did, who only took two seasons to come back down yeah, again? But, you know, we would still be reasonably buoyant. Yeah. Whereas it's been, as somebody very clever said, it's been half a league, half a league, half a league downwards ever since. Yeah. Uh, and you can, you, you can trace it back to that day. You can, because that, that, that squad, first and foremost, was, was probably on a lot more money than this squad is yeah. we, we know that uh, that some of the key players uh, Gary tried to keep mm -hmm. he offered them very good contracts around Christmas time which they wouldn't sign until they knew whether Torquay yeah. was going to be uh, a league team again or a national league team again and obviously Torquay ended up being a national league team again so those players were able to walk away because they hadn't signed those lucrative yeah. con contracts and they, they they if they'd signed those contracts they would be making more money than they were already on so yeah. you know it was a, it was a gamble for them and for so, for some of them it's paid off for some yeah. of them it hasn't yeah. but um, yeah again it all traces back there Clark Osborne's legacy is well I mean he, he was a property developer uh, buying a football club to, to make money out of a stadium probably some houses um, 
So he never really had a footballing legacy, did he? No. Um, he now, now he will go down in, into folklore with the the, the the other one that we shall not name. Well, and you know, we said <coughs> Chris Roberts. If, shut up. <laughs> we said we said many many times that you know they keep putting money into the club. They keep putting money into the club. Gaming International keeping us afloat, putting money. It's only when they stop putting money into the club now that you realise they're probably going to want that back. Yeah. As, you know, we We've had that know. discussion yeah. whether, whether they will or not. But. Yeah. Um, what role does Tust have to play now going forwards? Well, I think they've got to um, obviously support the administrators, uh, but also make sure that the fans now get behind the team as well. Mm. Um, and, you know, I'm sure that they'll be looking around for people that, that might have a bit of money and, and seeing if they can afford to... Yeah. Put in some kind of help. I mean, it, we've got to get to the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, and we've got to stay. Yeah. stay in this league. We'll I mean, the, the play. Division. If if we get a ten point deduction, the playoffs are a massive long shot. Yeah, even if we put go on to a winning run. Uh, if, if we get a deduction, then the playoffs are, playoffs are, are gone. Go. Yeah, we just have to make sure we don't get dragged into that dogfight yeah. with Taunton and Truro and and Dover and all the teams that we found hard to beat. Yeah. And the players who we hope stay. Yeah. It's now their responsibility to make sure that, that doesn't happen. Yeah. And they've got to be better than they have been because uh, unfortunately some players who are probably on you know half decent money for this level of football have not been performing. I can think of three or four, but I'm not going to name them. No, that's true. And will they stay or will they be assets that the administrator well, says, we can't afford you anymore? Will Aaron want some? Or, I mean, yeah, we don't know true. and Aaron yeah. could be interim manager for, for five minutes or 12 years. Do you well, know what I mean? That was we the, don't know. That was the next question I was yeah. going to come to. Who manages the team going forward? Aaron is talky through and through. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see what Aaron can do with this team and I hope he gets... I'd, I'd like to see him be given, given a chance to, to, to take it on for the short term yeah. and earn longer yeah. term. Yeah, I mean, bringing somebody in, you know, parachuting somebody in at this Doesn't stage work in the for me season, at the moment. No. depends who it is. Um, there's, I mean, there's, there's a, a guy called Gary Johnson available. <laughs> Remember when he was... Actually, I found a picture. I actually downloaded it. I found a picture of you, me and Gary Johnson when on the day when he first signed. Oh, did there's, you? Yeah, there's a picture of us standing at Playmore. And the reaction was uh, Helen Chamberlain's tweet, which, yeah. which just was four words: "Gary Johnson, bloody hell." Yeah, um, and it was it was it was a, a, a brilliant piece of PR by the new owners, yeah. even to get someone yeah. like Gary Johnson. But uh, yeah, and uh, people are talking. All kinds of people. Tim Sills is getting mentioned. Tim well, was Tim, very quickly on Twitter. He was very quickly on Twitter talking wasn't about he? Uh, the, um, not, not, I'm not saying he was putting himself in, in, in the window, but I mean, he wouldn't turn it down, would he? He no would one, love yeah, to yeah. manage this club if it's on a sound footing. Yeah. He'd be foolish to come if it's not on a sound yeah. footing. Um, but he gets mentioned. Paul Watton gets mentioned a lot. Um, I like Paul. Um, yeah. I, I find him really easy to to talk to when I, when I do bits about Truro. He was at the Slough game. Was he? Because they were called off again. Uh, no, there's never going to be a game played at Taunton ever again, I don't think. Anyway, I he was at the Slowgate uh, yeah. because uh, obviously Truro weren't playing that day. And, so uh, so th there's all kinds of speculation going on. But if if Aaron is staying as interim manager, 
give him a bit of breathing room. Give he him a chance. He talked really well earlier yeah. on. I was really impressed. Um, you know, let him do the job and let's yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. So I, yeah, let's uh, let's get behind uh, get behind Aaron tomorrow yeah. and get three points. Absolutely. It's going to be quite an afternoon tomorrow, isn't it? It's going to be a, a diff different one from the one we were expecting. <laughs> a lot of people will be listening to this after Saturday and they'll know. And they'll be sitting there going, I didn't know we were going to get hammered 5-0. <laughs> or maybe we'll go and win the game and Aaron Jarvis will score a couple of goals and we'll go home feeling great. Yeah. Uh, who knows? That's the beauty of football, isn't it? You can be in a really football dark place. Football is a wonderful place. thing, isn't it? Yeah. We, I mean, you can be off the field you can be in a dark dark place which is where we are right now mm. but on the field if we score a couple of early goals there'll be smiles all around yeah absolutely who knows interesting times interesting guy times. I'm sorry if this has been a li little bit of a random race around we didn't have a script we just had a piece of, bit of paper, paper with, no hot wheels this time no hot wheels this time um, a lot of shorthand notes on a piece of paper. So that, that um, podcast that we did yesterday was uploaded to the server. Um, I edited it, uploaded it to the server, sent, sent the, uh, the bump that goes on Devon Live yeah. to go with it to Daniel, which includes the link. And then, and then it happened. And so I asked Daniel not to put that up. But, but it's actually still there out in the ether. So you yeah. can go and listen to that. And if you want to listen to the 45 well, minutes of, a, <clears throat> of an out-of-date podcast. The actual press conference stuff is quite interesting yeah. because you, if you listen to it, you may already have listened to it. There's no clue. There's no. nothing. I've gone over it in my mind time and time again to think, well, you know, was, were, there, were, were they trying to give us any clues? Was there any? And I don't really think there was. The... Um, you came up with a title for yesterday's podcast, Judgment which I called Day. It Judgment Day. How, <laughs> how appreciant that yeah. was. So I meant, is, I meant is tomorrow. This, is this but Judgment yeah. Day 2? Judgment Day 2, and tomorrow will be Judgment Day 3. Yeah. yeah. Let's see how it goes. Interesting times. Um, but yeah, and the council again last night, they saw it coming, but they will stand by the club. Good. I think it's important now that the fans do, yeah. and let's start a new era. Yeah, uh, it's an era some wanted. Um, it's an era others didn't want. It's an era that maybe some wanted but didn't expect administration, no. etc. But it's just time to get behind the club and now, isn't it? Or the team, and uh, especially the team tomorrow, because their their confidence is going to be a bit ropey. Obviously, yeah. Um, Aaron's going to be working with them today. And uh, I mean, the next few to weeks... to win a football match, we will we will go to some dark places in yeah. the next few weeks. It's not going to be easy. This. No. But, shall we finish the podcast as we always do? Yeah. Come, Come on, on, you yellows. yellows. Always. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley Archway sky today. Come on, you yellows.